0: a tent and uh, we'll put our preacher man outside there in the fresh air to preach for us. So this afternoon let's all stand and grab a song book and turn to number four forty eight. A song called Brethren we met to worship. Four forty eight in our song books this morning, this afternoon as we sing. Four forty eight our hearts Lord Father. Lord we ask that you fill the preacher the power of the spirit of God tonight Lord as he preaches the word Father. Lord we thank you Lord for loving us thank you for your mercy, thank you for your grace that you showed upon each and every one of us dear Lord God Father. Now Lord I pray Father Lord that you would accept our praise and our worship tonight Lord and we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus Amen. Amen. Alright y'all may be seated as we have the choir come. We're going to have Lighthouse come and join us also tonight, let's have our choir come, and all you that uh, go to Lighthouse Baptist Church, come on up here. We're going we're gonna to sing a couple songs. All right, come on, let's go. Come on, all you all that singing in the choir. Come on. Don't be shy. Go ahead and preach. preach hard. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there, there, there.
0: There, there, there. Uh, you going to take him home with you when you go? No <laughs> well, wants to go with <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank you, glad, glad that you come you're You're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, this preacher boy, we watched him online, and I thought, maybe we like to get him up here and, and, and preach for it. So I'm glad that you come on. I'm sure it'll be a blessing. His daddy was here. Back in 1982 or 83, it was, and as a matter of fact, we have some uh, we have some fruits of your daddy preaching. 85, who all 85 it was, who all got saved that day when Brother Ronnie was up here. Never got over it. There's Mother, there's Kenny, and uh, that's here, and uh, Raymond Johnson. He got saved that same night well, and uh, Jeremy. He was just one sort of thought. fella. Yeah. When he was when, when he was here back then, and now looking, uh, <laughs> okay. going to be preaching to us here in a little bit. So at this time, we're going to take up offering. We got to up the preacher, man. Uh, we'll take up offering, and uh, we have uh, some special singing for you also tonight. So, uh, brother Donovan, can you come give brother Bill a hand to take up the offering? This is this is a uh, uh, Donovan, brother Jeremy's part. Uh,
1: He's a He's bodyguard. He's a bodyguard.
0: <laughs> bodyguard. <laughs> He'll tell you.
2: <me. laughs> he can be my bodyguard too. <laughs> 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 all right, brother Bill, you want to ask us blessing on the opportunity? Let's pray. I praise the heavenly Father, Lord, we are glad we can gather together tonight Lord. Thank you, God, for being so good to us. Yes, thank God. you, Jesus. Every day is a thank bless. you, Lord. Lord, I was thinking earlier Lord, the uh, multitude of blessings that you bless your people with, God. God, we is such a thankful people today. God, God, yes. a, a privileged Jesus. people. God, a people that will, will seek your face your hand, mm-hmm. your guidance and everything that we do. God, thank you, Lord, for looking at me. God, thank you, Lord, for overwhelming us with your presence. Every day, God, Father, we can see the hand of God. In Lord, I pray, God, that we have a hard journey of awareness. Oh, yes. for the power of God the moon. Yes. Lord. Lord, through the midst of this meeting, Lord, through the people, God, Lord, our hearts will be challenged and encouraged. Lord, we we'll want another day, God. Yes. Thank you, Lord, yes. for looking after us. Yes. Lord, for protecting us, and for providing each and every need, God. but we pray your blessing upon this offering. Thank you, Lord, for the gift, Lord, that you've Lord, the blessings of the labor. And keep our jobs and do our jobs, Lord, and uh the ministry, Lord, go on further. Yeah. That's your blessing, Father, upon this offering. in the Holy Sweet. Name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. 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 amen.
3: Um, I was busy practicing this song a little bit earlier. Um, I just pray, i just been praying to bring some glory to our Lord amen. Um, for his wonderful sacrifice that he paid the price of our, our sins on his Calvary. <clears throat> there, was, there was a time where I didn't even want nothing to do with the Lord. And, um, um, just not proud of it at all, so, um, but I'm so happy that I can serve him now.
2: Yes,
3: On a cross. E
0: Someone to come out and your uh, brother Jeremy preach. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. it'll be a blessing to you, really. And don't forget, I believe we're having refreshments at church tonight, so you're all invited to stay. After brother Jeremy gets done preaching and done with the service, we'll all go to the back and we'll have have a, have a little bit of fellowship. Alright, let's sing one more song. Then we're going to have the preacher come. Um, we're going to use him. We're going to make him going to make him work while he's here. Alright, 451 in our songbooks. 451, where could I go But to the Lord 451, let's all stand we sing And he preaches long You ever watch him on Facebook I'm
1: kidding, I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs>
4: I had surgery, so uh, when I'm when I've driven, uh, we drove what, about 13, 12 hours, thirteen hours, and I uh, had surgery three weeks ago. and We drove thirteen hours. I can't preach for about an hour and a half,
5: so y'all just have to deal with that. I tell lies about other stuff too. It was good to see y'all.
4: Good to see some folks had seen in a long time. And uh, man, I'm glad to see y'all still serving the Lord. And still putting up with Brother Earl—that's a blessing. <laughs> if you don't know something about grace. Put up with Brother Earl, and uh, but I love the Lord. I love Him He's so good, and I'll sing maybe a song, see how my voice is, serious, and I'll preach a little bit tonight. Just want to be a blessing, and ask the Lord to help us. Thank God for the souls that were saved. We had five souls saved. Thank God for that. Right. Uh, but I, 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 I'll give you all a guy. I'll give you all a guy. Brother Earl said, We're going to use you. We're going to work you. And I said, Man, I was looking for a vacation. I thought, I thought I was going to Six Nations to get a vacation. Amen. And uh, Brother Donovan, we call him Donnie. All right? It's Donnie over here. He's got a younger sister, 10 years younger than him. She's 16. She gave, she knew he was coming to the Indian reservation. And so she gave him an Indian name before it came, Donnie Two Plates, all right? <laughs> Donnie Two Plates. Uh, love Brother Donovan, and uh, he, he came with me. And I wish my family could have come. I, I originally thought that they might get to, and it just didn't work out. My, my son, Jeremiah, is a preacher. My son-in-law is a preacher. Uh, my son-in-law is actually my assistant pastor at our church. and uh, Brother Jeremiah preaches meetings about every week, and he had this... Uh, we booked, and uh, when we had to switch and all, so they didn't get to come. But maybe they'll get to come. We got five mean, mean, mean grandbabies, and uh, I know it was probably some of y'all when y'all knew me when I was young. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder we're reaping what I sowed. So I'll just leave that right there. Don't go telling any stories. Some of these people think I'm a man of God. Don't tell any those stories. All right. But uh, thank you, thank you for letting me come. It is an honor. It's an honor, Amen. and I appreciate appreciate what the Lord's done here at this church over the years. And good to have some visitors with us tonight. And I appreciate y'all listening uh, online and watching our services. And, and so uh, I hope I don't repeat something you've already said, I've already heard, that I've already said. But I'm on mind the Lord. If God tells me preach, I just preach, and maybe you need to hear it twice. Amen. But I do appreciate that. Also, say this, I have a podcast. I don't know if any of you listen to podcasts, but I have a podcast that I do Monday through Friday every single day. Uh, It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. Treasures of Truth. Treasures of Truth. Brother Jeremy Simpson on there. So uh, I'd love for you to pick that up. I, I uploaded one this morning when I got up at the hotel. And so uh, join in for that. We'd love to have that. John chapter 20. And uh, stand in reverence to the Word of God. John chapter number 20. And I won't hold you long. I hear we got refreshments. And uh, Donnie Two Plates said, Don't preach long. I'm not going to. Amen. I better not say much more now. He's a lot bigger than me, he's me. Amen. So I'm going to stop talking right there. And I'll be in there trying to sleep, and he'll sneak in my room tonight and put the pillow over my head or something. Amen. John chapter 19, thank God for the King James Bible. So let's amen, amen out there. Amen. Amen. And the more y'all say amen, the shorter I'll preach. Amen. There you go. Amen. See, he got it, he got it. And uh, you help me, it helps a preacher when you smile at him, and when you put your hand up, and when you nod your head, and when you say amen, it helps the preacher. And uh, amen just yes, means sir. let it be so. It's just saying I agree with that. I agree with that. And uh, man, I appreciate God's Word. John 20, and I want to start reading in verse number 19. John chapter 20 in verse number 19. The Bible said, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when He had so said, He showed unto them His hands and His side, Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, even as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Now I'm not going to continue reading, but from verse number 24 on down, through chapter 21 and into the book of Acts is what I'm interested in tonight. Into the first part of Acts, the first chapter, uh, where the Bible, again, he's getting ready to go back to heaven. He's getting ready to ascend. He spends 40 days with his disciples after his resurrection. I would have liked to have been a part of that 40
2: days. Yeah.
4: And found out all the things that he taught them. Because the Bible said he taught them all types of things pertaining to the kingdom of God, showed himself alive by many infallible proofs. And uh, and I would have loved to have seen what happened in those 40 days, but whatever he said to them, it made a difference. They tarried at Jerusalem 10 more days and they got filled with the Holy Spirit of God on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter number 2. And I am not afraid of the Holy Spirit. Can I get amen. an amen right there? Amen. Listen, Baptists were shouting and, and praising God for the Holy Ghost a long time before the Pentecostals ever came along. I love the song y'all sang right. tonight. The Comforter has come. I'm glad I've got the Holy Ghost in my yeah, heart. Right. I've been dwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. Right. So I want to preach along those lines tonight and ask the Lord to help us. You can be seated. From John chapter 20 and verse number 19 to Acts chapter number 1, you have what I see and want to preach on tonight from Calvary to Pentecost. From Calvary, the time between Calvary and Pentecost. Now, if you study a Bible, you'll find out that years earlier, Jesus in Matthew chapter number 16 had planted the church. He said, Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't know about you this evening, but I am glad I am part of something that hell cannot defeat. I am glad I am part of something that hell cannot will. Sure, the the storm rages against us and sure, the fires burn against the church, but I'm glad that the church still stands. The church is still here. And when Jesus comes, the church will rise and go to be with Him. Somebody say amen. He planted the church a a few years earlier. Then just three days earlier of this passage, Jesus purchased the church. And that's what's taking place at Calvary when Jesus hung between two thieves and died on an old rugged cross. He paid our redemption price. And uh, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I'm glad I have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. And then you find after he purchased the church and after he uh, planted the church and purchased the church, you go 50 days after Calvary and you find him powering the church. He sent the power of the Holy Spirit of God upon that church. And we should not be afraid of the Holy Ghost. We should not be afraid of the Holy Spirit. We must learn and we must strive to do everything uh, in the church and in the work of God, in the power of the Holy Ghost. The arm of flesh will fail you, but we have the Comforter, we have the Holy Spirit, we have that indwelling power, and too many of God's children today are living after the flesh and yeah. not after the Spirit.
1: Right. Amen.
4: Now, I didn't drive 12 hours up where he drove most of it. Uh, we didn't drive 12 hours up here for me just to give you a Sunday school lesson and just a little interview. I hope God will do a work in your heart this week that will change you and that will change this church for the glory of God. You say, well, preacher, everything's going fine. We're getting along and God's blessing. Every one of us could get closer to the Lord. Every one of us could get our prayer life hotter. Every one of us could praise Him more. Every one of us could witness more. And it's going to be done through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Watch this. Too many of God's children have been to Calvary. But they're yet to experience the power of Pentecost. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And that's what I'm preaching on tonight from Calvary or living between Calvary and Pentecost. Now if you've not been to Calvary, if there's somebody in this building tonight that's never been saved, uh, you need to get born again. Yeah. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter number 3 you must be born again. I'm not ashamed to preach that message. You've got to have a new birth from above. You your Savior there. You've got to know that it was your sin that put your sa- the Savior there. And right. that there's only one way to go to heaven. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven among men, whereby we must be saved. Amen. amen preacher, said, preacher hey, you, you preach amen. too fast. I know, hey, Amen. <laughs> uh, I just, y'all talk fast. Did y'all listen. All y'all talk fast. So well, I figure, if I preach fast, y'all talk fast. Y'all probably listen fast, and I'll probably be okay. <laughs> Donnie <laughs> looked over at me and said, "You gonna say, say 'Amen' while you preach?" And I said, "Yeah, Jesus saves." Eh? <laughs> amen. <laughs> and uh, so I preach fast. I gotta be me, y'all. I'm just who I is. I gotta be me. Amen. Now watch this. The Lord's church, his disciples, his men, his believers, his followers are living from Acts, uh, excuse me, John 2019 to Acts chapter number one. They are living between Calvary and Pentecost. Too many of God's children never get past salvation. They're on their way to heaven. Their name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. They know that they have been saved. But yet they've never been filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. of God. I think yeah. it would probably scare me as a pastor if I realized and recognized and knew how many people sitting on my church views every service have never experienced the fullness of the Holy Spirit. They've got the indwelling. But there is a difference between the indwelling and the infilling. That's right. <laughs> There's a difference between Him living in you and him am completely controlling you. the Bible still says be not drunk with wine but be filled with the Holy Spirit and uh, there's too many of our people that have been to Calvary but they've not been to Pentecost and these disciples are what you call uh, they're almost in a limbo a spiritual limbo between Calvary they're saved they're on their way to heaven they believe that Jesus died for their sins they believe he rose again but they've not yet been filled with the Holy Spirit they are living in the middle they are living between Calvary and Pentecost between the, the, the purchase of the church and the power of the church. Is there anybody at Garland Line Baptist Church tonight would love to see God turn this church upside down, Amen. inside out? Is yes. there yes. anybody here tonight that would love to see yes. the folks that are on this reservation flock into this church by the groves getting born again, getting saved, going out and telling their uncles what Jesus yes. has done yes. for them? Hey, Hagersville needs God. Up this nation needs God. Amen. Yes. The same everywhere I go. Yeah. You want know to tell you what's plaguing North Carolina churches? They're satisfied.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Amen. What's plaguing our churches? Where I pastor the county? I don't know if y'all have counties here in Canada, but we have counties, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a hundred counties in North Carolina. The county I pastor is one of the largest mass as far as land mass there is. We've got about eighty thousand people in our county. It is the per capita. The most Baptist churches in North Carolina are in my county, but 98% of them are dead and dry, and they're run by family, and one person's got a strong hold on the church. And they got about 10 people or 15 people, and they're just satisfied, satisfied, satisfied. They're not worried about their brother that's going to hell. They're not worried about their sister that's going to hell. They're not worried about their neighbor that's going to hell. They are saved. They've been to Calvary. They know Jesus is their Savior. But their, their prayer life is non existent. Their study of the Word of God is non existent. And they're just satisfied, sitting, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be that kind of a Christian. After everything he has done for me I long to do something for him. Yep. And the only way I can do it Is through him In the book of John chapter 15 He said I'm the vine ye are the branches And without me ye can do nothing We have tried it in our own way We, have, we know how to sing the songs We know how to pray the prayers We know how to give the testimony Why don't we even know how to teach the Sunday school classes And we know how to preach a sermon out loud But when's the last time The joy bells of heaven rung in your soul And you got filled with the Holy Ghost And the joy of God swelled up well, the bible said out of our bellies supposed to flow rivers of living water and most of god's people are dead and dry and they don't want anything from god anymore amen amen
1: amen they don't
4: want fun. you're right you know what disturbs me if folks are watching facebook and i may share this after church Cause y'all have a Facebook page, and some of my folks said, "Is this gonna be live streamed? Or can we watch you preach?" I said, "They love to do that." And so, so be it. If they see this, I'm saying it anyway. I worry about people in my church that never get in the altar, yeah,
1: yeah. that Amen. never
4: testify, right. that never come on soul winning. Hello, yeah, hardly ever even smile. <laughs> right. Sit back there like this, right here. Now, and, I, and I'm getting a little mean right now but I'm nowhere near as mean as Ronnie Simpson I can promise you that <laughs> Sit back there like this right here like a knot on a log saying bless me if you can preacher <laughs> I'm just, uh, Billy Kelly I don't know if y'all ever knew him, he was well, like him, a pre- him years yeah. <laughs> Billy Kelly he was funny but he was more of a comedian some days than he was a preacher but brother Kelly I heard him say this one time he said he was preaching at a church and it was so <laughs> dead He said it was so dead. He said a man had a heart attack right in the middle of service and was unconscious. And he said the ambulance got there and the paramedics got there and they checked out three other men before they got the right one. Now that's dead. That's a a dead answer. And God forbid somebody come in and sit in my seat.
1: No, that ain't the
4: Christian life. This evening, Donnie come in. and he, he sat way back yonder in front of where Miss Val sitting, and, and he sat down. And, and uh, I said, "What are you doing, Mike?" He said, "I don't want to get nobody's seat." <laughs> I think you did okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you know, I think you did all right. You know, it's just not the way it's supposed to be me to take somebody's seat. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you came. I got somebody to pick on this week. Amen. <laughs> but are you hungry for anything besides yes, yes. what's what what just the normal Amen. church stuff? I don't know how many churches on the reservation. I don't know how many churches are in Hagersville. I don't know how many churches are where y'all are from up north, but uh, we are north, but no, more north. Uh, I don't know how many churches there are, but if y'all like us, they're starving to death for the fire of God. Yeah. yeah. You need to get hungry. Boy, I wonder what God could do in these four days if we wouldn't just be satisfied with the fact that we've been to Calvary but we would go on to that Pentecost power. I'm not talking about jerking around like you got a demon in you. I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. That's against the Word of God. Somebody say that. I'm not talking about signs and wonders and fleshly activity and send me a dollar to my TV program. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real Bible, Holy Spirit power. That's the need of the hour. Amen. Many of God's young have experienced Calvary, but they're no longer experiencing the power of Pentecost. The same Holy Spirit that came as cloven tongues of fire, a mighty rushing wind, is the same Holy Spirit that the night you asked Jesus to save you and yes. repented of your sin, it is that same power that Amen. came into your soul. That's right. Amen. And quicken your spirit. It's the same power. And yet, Uh -uh. we're dead.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
4: that's right, preacher. Because we're satisfied with a ticket to heaven. I've heard people say, well, as long as I get there, that's all that matters. What kind of Christian attitude is that? That's right. Well, I know I'm going to heaven, and that's... No! What about... Thousands upon thousands around you, and millions upon millions in our in our North American continent. What about all those across the world in Central America and all these other? What about those? Unless the church gets filled with the power of God and sees a real move. Yes, Amen. Not something that's cranked up with a twenty-five instruments and a show of the flesh. Yeah. That's what, that's what this world's going after right now. Turn the lights down. Get a laser show. Have a fog machine. You know, sway to the music. Man, it looks like the average church down our way is coming, becoming a nightclub instead of a church. I still like the old time way.
2: I still believe this
4: works if we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, If we're filled with the Holy Spirit. I'll give you four truths and I'm done. Number one, there's some serious problems here. There's some serious problems here. I'm going to cut this fan off. That thing's blowing right on me. There it is. There's some serious problems here. I like to get hot when I'm preaching, amen. And then I like to make y'all hot while I'm preaching. (laughs) Serious problems in this passage. Look at verse number 19 of John 20. The serious problems between Calvary and Pentecost is this. In verse number 19, the Bible says the doors were shut. Then, the same day at evening, being the first day of the way, uh, week the, when the doors were shut. In other words, the church was behind closed doors. Mm. But boy, don't that sound familiar? Yeah. The songs in here are great. The fellowship in here is great. The refreshments after the service tonight, I'm sure they'll be great. The preaching's, I mean, so so. <laughs> but, but outside of these walls, what's happening on this resurrection? Outside of these walls. See, the average church today has got their doors shut. They've got no outreach to the community. They've got no outreach to their neighbors. Look at verse number 19 again. Not only were their doors shut, there was a problem there, but there's also a problem. They were assembled for fear. Verse number 19, they were assembled for fear. In other words, they were afraid of the powers that be. I'm going to tell you something. I understand what it is to have tyranny in government. We're getting more of it down in America. We're getting a mess. We were talking before the service about our governor in North Carolina and how the churches and the pastors had to stand up against him a couple years ago and, and set him straight. Thank God he backed down a little bit, a little bit. But I know what it's like. They were afraid. And listen, the church today is cowering down to the world and cowering down to the devil and cowering down to the flesh. But we've been given the power of God to stand. We've been given the power of God to be bold in our stand. Amen. Watch this, verse 21, uh, chapter 21 and verse number 3. The doors were shut. They were assembled for fear. But they had a problem here because Peter said in verse 3 of chapter 21, I go fishing. Oh, these believers that were living between Calvary and Pentecost, they were starting to go back to the old life. Because mm-hmm. Peter was going back to what he used to do. And when you live between Calvary and the fullness of the Spirit, you're in danger of being tempted to fall back into a lot of the old life. Somebody hear this?
0: Right. Yeah.
4: If, yeah. Listen, if, when you got saved, say you started right here at Calvary, and that fan over there is Pentecost. And you got born again. You asked Jesus to save you. You repented of your sin. You put your faith and trust in the Lord and took one step of faith. Where are you closer to? The fullness of the Spirit or falling back to where you were before. And a lot of people get saved and that's as far as they go. And then they wonder why their mouth still gets them in trouble. And their thought life still gets them in trouble. And their old friends still get them in trouble. And it's so easy for them to fall back into some of the traps that they were in even before they got saved. And the next thing you know, they're out of church. They're doubting their salvation and they're no use to God in the church. But when you get saved and you go on over here to the fullness of the Holy Spirit, look how far you've got to go back to.
1: Yeah,
4: I don't know if y'all hear hearing what I'm going to say. Back to enjoy my own preaching. John uh, 21 verse 3, Peter went back to the old life. Look at verse number 3. The Bible said they caught nothing, the very last. That night they caught nothing. When you're in between Calvary and Pentecost, between salvation and the Spirit-filled life, they call nothing. That means you'll be unproductive. There'll be no fruit. And God's yeah. people are so fruitless today. That's right. When's Amen. the last time you saw somebody bring a sinner to church?
2: Yeah. yeah. When's the
4: last time somebody called and said, Hey, you won't believe it. I just led so-and-so to the Lord. Yeah. Walked in the house of God with a sinner beside him and said, Hey everybody, this is John. He got born again this week down at work. Because I was full of the Holy Spirit and, and I was letting my light shine and I was glorifying God and I was witnessing for our Savior. Oh. That's right, preacher. I Amen. just thought y'all wanted me to come up here from North Carolina, but I'm trying my best, preacher. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know what? We can put on the games. We can put on the show, that religious show, but really and truly in my heart, in your heart, am I living in the power of God? Am I really living in the power of God? There are some serious problems. Number two, watch this. Not only do I see serious problems, but I see the Savior's promise. I see the Savior's promise because these believers are not living the life that Jesus had said they were going to live. He said this in John 10, 10. I am come that they might have life. If he had stopped right there and put a period, that would have been good, right? Yeah. I am come that they have, might have life. Because, friend, passing from death to life is a good thing. I'm glad I've been saved. I'm glad that I have come into that life. I'm glad that I'm no longer in darkness, but I've been brought out of darkness into His marvelous light. But that verse does not have a period. It does not say, I am come that they might have life, period. That would have been great. That would have been wonderful. But he goes on to say "And that they might have it. How? More abundantly. More abundantly. Yep. How many God's people do you know live an abundant life? That's right. How many of God's people do you know who Are constantly worshiping and shouting over answered prayer Over sinners being saved Over the joy of the Lord in their heart Let's just get honest with God tonight That we are satisfied a lot of times With being saved But we're not pursuing and we're not going after The fullness of the Holy Spirit of God So there's some serious problems But don't forget the Savior's promise He said I came to give you life That's Calvary A life more abundant. It's Pentecost, yeah. But folks are here. I got life. I'm just going to stay right here between Calvary and Pentecost. That is not the plan of God. You can have union with Christ and not have communion with
1: Christ. Yeah.
2: Amen.
4: You can have union with Christ and not have communion with Christ. So you've got serious problems there. The doors are shut. They're hiding out for fear. They're fruitless. And then you've got the Savior's promise. He said you can go to Calvary, but you can also go to Pentecost. Life and life more abundantly. Watch this. Here's where I want to get to. The satisfied position. The satisfied position. Modern Christianity. I dare say it, Modern Christianity is not biblical Christianity. That's what right. That's right. Let that soak for a second. Yeah. Modern Christianity, where is the church? And where are the people of God that we find in the Word of God? Where's the Apostle Paul? You say, Well, that was the Apostle Paul. He was no different than you and I. That's right. He was a murderer, a scoundrel, he got born again, and he got filled with the Holy Ghost, and for the next three or four centuries he went everywhere preaching the gospel. Yes. Amen. I mean, well, I'd love to do something for God, but you know, my mouth gets away with me. Let's talk about Simon Peter for a second.
1: Yeah,
4: He always sticking his foot in his mouth. Well, you know, I would serve God, but I have this battle with faith and doubt. Let's talk about Thomas for a second. I mean, let's just go back and look. They were common people just like you and I. And it blew the people's mind in the book of Acts that these men who were just common, everyday men... We're turning the world upside down. Yeah. How were they doing it? It was not with charisma. Mm-hmm. It was not with talent. That is where the modern church has gone.
2: Yeah.
4: I'm there's not a thing wrong with podcasts. There's not a thing wrong with posting on Facebook. I do all this stuff. We promote the ministry. We're constantly putting out flyers. We're constantly putting out tracks. We're constantly putting out f- uh, door hangers and things like that, and I love that. From them. I love it. I believe that we ought to take advantage of every opportunity we've got to share the good news of God. But that is not what builds a church. And I'm gonna tell you what's happening in America. And I don't know what's happening in Canada, but I'm telling you what's happening in America. We are trading in old time religion for right. some
1: time religion. Amen.
0: It's right. It's
4: right, amen. And what's going on in Earth? Amen. Neck of the woods. I don't even know if y'all know what that means. Yeah,
2: yeah. y'all know what neck yeah. of the woods? Okay. Yeah. I'm talking some North Carolina language right now. Some North Carolina
4: hillbilly vernacular. <laughs> What's going on in our neck of the woods is they want preachers that come and, you know, they say all the right words. Yeah, yeah. I am so sick of Baptist
1: celebrities, I can puke. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But that's what's
4: happening in North Carolina yeah. and South Carolina and Georgia. They're flocking to people like that that they can sing and they can preach with charisma. Oh, they're just a, a superstar! God, don't you show me in the Bible where God ever uses superstars?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: I'll tell you where God uses. He uses fellows that are hiding out behind a wine press yeah. named Gideon. He uses men that are little boys, really, when he started using them, that are on the backside of the desert, have taken care of daddy's sheep, a little, yeah. da- a little David, a little ruddy, uh, red-headed, freckle-faced boy named David. He uses men like Moses who are in the land of Midian in the desert. That's the kind of people God uses. And, and he ain't looking for a superstar. He's looking for somebody that will say, I'm not satisfied with just being saved. I want to be spiritual. Amen. What do I God to do for this church?
2: Amen. Wonder what God
4: could do for your church, for lighthouse. Wonder what God could do for this Six Nations reservation. Right. If somebody would just say, I'll be that one that gets filled with the Holy Spirit.
2: Yeah.
4: I'll be that one that goes after it. I'll be that one that gets serious about serving God. People are satisfied. Today believers have used intellectual apprehension of truth as a substitute for the power of God. Yeah. I'm all for education. I've got six years of Bible college myself. It says right there on the side of that ring, THD. But that does not do one bit of good for me having the power of God. I've got to pray. I've got to live holy. I've got to be hungry. The Bible said, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Amen. Education doesn't replace empowerment. Instruction does not replace inspiration. And studies do not replace the Spirit of God. John chapter 4 verse 23 says, The hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with Christianity in the modern realm. It has become a philosophy instead of a person Mm -hmm. Christianity has become a philosophy instead of a person it has become a list instead of a life it has become regulations instead of relationships and I'm telling you all believers have eternal life but not every believer has abundant life
2: yeah And I'm glad you've got
4: eternal life. I rejoice with you that you've been to Calvary. But that's just, that friend is just eternal life. There is an abundant life at Pentecost. You can have union without communion. You can have a relationship without fellowship. You can have a a war and not win. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm seeing the independent Baptists do in 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 our day? They're fighting battles, but they ain't winning.
1: Yeah.
4: I get so aggravated sometimes on social media, you can't put anything on Facebook without starting an argument. Yeah. 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 That's right. and I'm just sitting there, and <laughs> I'm like, guys, do y'all know what y'all do? Anybody else sick of that stuff? Yeah. I ain't right. be part of it. They're in the war. Oh, we're standing against this. We're standing against that. We're in a war. We're standing. We're standing. But they're not winning. That's right. Because all they're doing is just standing without the power of Almighty God. Amen. Oh, yes, for throwing. You've had your thirst quenched with salvation, but the rivers of living water are available in sanctification. Too many not living out the Savior's promise somewhere between Calvary and Pentecost. Listen to me. Listen to me. The church is satisfied living there between Calvary and Pentecost. We'll come in and we'll sing the songs. I've been saved. The blood has washed my sins away. And redeemed how I love to proclaim. We'll sing all the songs about Calvary. But very few people do you find will stay in the altar. Stay in the altar. Stay in the altar. altar And go in the prayer closet. When's the last time a church around here had an all night prayer meeting for the throne of God? That's right. When I was a kid I remember going to church and they'd have the men gather somewhere. It'd scare me to death. They'd be calling on God. They'd be praying, Oh, God, do something in this service. And yet I would probably say these people that's coming into this meeting tonight have not said one prayer about this meeting. How do we expect God to do anything if that's we're right. not praying? That's right. How do we expect God to do anything if we're living in sin? I don't expect God to do anything if this sister won't talk to this sister or that brother won't talk to that brother and this family's mad at this family. Whoa, we need to let go of anything and everything that's hindering us from the power of God amen. and we'll get back on our knees and say, God, yes. would you rent the heavens one more time? Would you do something one more time? Would you send revival one more time to go yes. a little Yes,
2: amen. But
4: Calvary, you're spiritually lost. Between Calvary and Pentecost, you've got spiritual life. But once you get to Pentecost, these men had spiritual liberty. Once the church got to Pentecost, there was a world of difference in the church, and the church made a difference in the world. Number four, and I'm done. Serious problems. Savior's problems. A satisfied position. And I hope I'm not describing you right there with that satisfied position. I hope the Holy Spirit is saying you need to hear. You, you need, need to hear. hear. Watch Amen. this number four. There are some scriptural pictures of people that lived between Calvary and Pentecost. Watch this. You could go to the wilderness. You remember the wilderness? Moses had led them out of Egypt, brought them up to the Red Sea. God opened that Red Sea up. They walked on dry, over on dry ground, and they sung the song of Moses. He has become my salvation. That is a great picture of Calvary. The Red Sea is such a beautiful picture of salvation. And then you go over here, Canaan land. It's not a picture of heaven. Canaan land is a picture of the Spirit-filled life. But what did they do? They got between the Red Sea and Canaan land and spent a whole generation in the wilderness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the church is today. I thought about in the epistles. How Paul wrote about the natural man who needs calorie. And he wrote about the spiritual man. But he wrote about the carnal man. You can see this all through the scripture. In the gospels, you find Lazarus who was dead in the grave four days. He needed to be resurrected. Yeah. And then you see him over here in chapter 12 sitting around the table. But between the resurrection at the tomb and the feeding at the table, we see him wrapped up in grave clothes. And Jesus, he was alive, but he was wrapped up in grave clothes. He had been made alive, but he had not yet got to the table because he was still bound up with the old
1: life.
2: Yeah. Yep.
4: And then there's another picture. I can't preach all this. Lord, help. I'll preach all night. I got quit. Are you satisfied with your current position? Well, preacher, how dare you come in here on the first night. We needed to hear this. Or we or you, know, you needed to hear exactly what I preached. Amen. But yes. one is what God did on my heart. That's right. And the truth mm-hmm. is, in my life, I'll be the first one to admit, there have been a lot of times over the last 43 years since I got saved, and a lot of days that I was glad I was saved, but I wasn't living in that power.
2: Yeah.
4: I wasn't praying in that power. I wasn't singing in that power. I wasn't witnessing in that power. I wasn't preaching in that power. I was living right here in between Calvary and Pentecost. On every head bowed and every eye closed. Is there anybody in the middle of the night that would join me in this honor and say, God, I want the power of God? Says, if you come to the piano and play, that would be wonderful. Folks are coming. Lord, I want the power of God. I want it for me. I want it for my family. I want it for my church. I want it for my, my nation. God, I want the power of God. I don't want to be satisfied with just being saved. I don't want to be satisfied with just going to heaven. I've got loved ones that are dying and going to hell. And if I don't reach them, nobody else will. The church has buildings today. We've got organization. We've got money. We've got education. But all of that is of no avail if she has no power. We've relied on prestige more than power. We've relied on organization more than agonization. We've allowed ritual to take over the reality and relationship. We think more of conference than we do consecration. Oh, we need the power of God. The world needs that life to be lived. The world needs that power to be lived. And I've got a question. Nobody's looking. Just me and the Lord. Is there anybody tonight who would raise their hand and say, Preacher, I've not even been to Calvary. I've not even been to Calvary. I've not been saved. If I die right now, I'm not on my way to heaven. I've never been born again. And I need you to pray for me. Nobody's looking. Just me and God. Preacher, please pray for me. Just slip your hand up. I'll not embarrass you. i won't point you out. I just want to pray for you. Preacher, pray for me. I've never been saved. This altar's open tonight. Come get some help from the Lord. Come get some help from the Lord. God, do something in my heart this week. God, stir my heart this week. Don't let me be satisfied. Don't let me be satisfied. Help me, Lord, to be hungry and thirsty for your power, for your glory, for that anointing power that makes a difference in everything we try to do for the Lord. There's nothing harder than to try to live the life of a Christian in the power of the flesh. You know why people get burnt out, fall out, quit on God? Because they're trying to live a life that the flesh can never empower. It's the Holy Spirit of God. And you've got it. If you've been saved, you've got the power. Turn your life to it. Give everything to it. Lord, I don't want any part of my life that any part of my life held back. I give you the the keys to every room in my heart. I don't want any part of me. Lord, it's all yours. See, getting filled with the Holy Spirit is not you getting more of God. It's God getting more of you. It's you yielding. It's you yielding. It's you yielding. Lord, we thank you for your word tonight. Lord, I pray you'll take the feebleness of it, us Use it. I pray for every child of God. Lord, you'll help us. Lord, just give you everything we've got. Thank you for these dear people Lord, what you've done here over the years, we rejoice in it. Lord, I ask you, God, to continue to use them. Continue to help them. Continue, God, to give them a desire, Lord, for your power. We're going to give you thanks for what you do this week.
0: reserve. Each and every one of us that are here tonight, Burlheim mm-hmm. Baptist Church, Lighthouse Baptist Church, Medina mm-hmm. Baptist Church, we're the light on this reserve. These people see us. We need to be an example that they see Christ in us Good. in every day of our lives. Yes. Yes. Not just Sundays, but Monday when we go back to work they need to see Jesus in us yeah, to get something real I told you that, that uh, Brother Jeremy would be a blessing I pray the Holy Spirit of God would work in your hearts continue to work let's all stand don't forget tomorrow night we'll be back here you enjoy it invite someone this is our chance this is our opportunity now I was talking to uh, one of my friends, Curdy, uh, uh, and invite him. He's been in a, a dark place, and he's life. I, and you know, I pray that he would come. and And we need to invite people to come out to this meeting and, and uh, hear the preacher, hear what he's got to say. Uh, I guarantee you, that he'd be a blessing. Now, there's refreshments in the back. You're all welcome to stay and uh, fellowship with us. See, has the trouble with our churches nowadays, too. You know, as soon as you say amen, everybody's gone. You know? I mean, we're supposed to, we're going to live together in heaven, right? You know? So why can't we fellowship while we're here and and, and enjoy? We're supposed to love one another. You know, so I hope that you all stay. If you can now, I mean, if you have to go, that's understandable. Uh, We'll be dismissed in prayer. And then uh, when they get things ready, over there, we'll ask a blessing over there. Uh, Brother Kenny. Would you dismiss this in prayer for My
5: House Baptist Church? Would you dismiss in prayer tonight, please? Gracious Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we bow for you tonight. Lord, we're so thankful for your presence. And yes. Presence, Lord. Thank you for your breath, your anointing, your speaking to us. Lord. Speaking to me, I thank you for that so much. God, you loved us when we were unlovable. Yes. You 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 took us in when no one else Thank you, Jesus. You were mindful of us to come come by our way. Yes, Lord. and to reveal your amazing grace and your amazing mercy to us. Yes. And then to bring us. Through these many years. I pray father tonight. uh, Lord that that we would. Yield ourselves. To your leading. Yes. To you speaking to our hearts. Such a great message father. You've fed us with tonight. The man that he used. Yes. Thank you Jesus. And pray that we'll continue to to glean, and to, to feast on this blessed manna from heaven. Bless as our pathways go, Lord. Um, bless the fellowship. Thank you for all that you've done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for what you're going through. Yes, Lord. Yes. Lord, we're, yes. we're excited that, that to know that we we serve a God that's going to do some things. Yes, Lord. And we believe that Father tonight. And thank you for that. Help us now as we all go our, our ways Lord to not to leave this behind us I mean, Lord I'm glad church can happen all night long. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it can carry us over into the next day. And, yes. And, and not only days, but we're, we're talking weeks and, and then months and then years. We're just so thankful for your uh, amazing power. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the desire, the hunger that you put within us, the want of you. Blessed not, I pray, in the precious name of Jesus. Father, once again, if there's someone here tonight that maybe they didn't respond in the invitation, that, that maybe they're a little shy, or, but the truth is this, they there's a question in their heart. Yes. God, I pray that you provide that yes, answer for Yes. And help them to overcome. And be saved. Help each and every one of us as your children to, to yes, grow yes. in your grace and in your knowledge. Yes. That we live a life of fruitfulness. Because we have a knowledge of you. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Lines
0: still on? Can okay, you use listening online? We invite you to come out come out and join the fellowship here and hear this man preach it'll be a blessing if you're here instead of sitting on the couch watching us good night we'll see you tomorrow night at seven okay you're all dismissed